What's up, my good people of the internet? Happy to be here with you. Of course, I am Dan Tortora of Dan on Disney, and I'm very excited to be bringing you this show. Very, very ecstatic about what we got going on here. Now, Super Powered Pop is behind me, and then also a bunch of the Disney stuff. You could see the Darkwing Duck. This is something that was made for me. I'll talk about this in a little bit. Darkwing Duck, because he is my favorite off-the-beaten-path Disney character. My favorite original is Pluto. My favorite from The Lion King is the man, Timon, well, not the man, the meerkat, Timon. And then we have uh, Bellhop Mickey here. And I like, to, I like to get these and show these to you because not only, I mean, you can't buy this anymore. So this is Bellhop Mickey. It's not just Mickey. It's Bellhop Mickey. And it's from the hotel Dixie Landings, which doesn't even exist anymore. It's now called Disney's Port Orleans Riverside. So the hotel name. So this is a vintage item. You can't even find this anywhere and then uh, we have we have the genie over my shoulder here the genie because he is my favorite from aladdin and then that drawing of pluto is actually a sketch of mine i looked at one of my shirts and i just i didn't trace it or anything i looked at the shirt i put the shirt on the left side of the table and i drew it on the right side so that is my Pluto picture, but the super-powered pop information is behind us because this entertainment show, uh, Dan on Disney, essentially was and is and you know and, and will forever be an extension of super-powered pop. So you know, I have my my sports show, Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, on WakeUpCallDT.com, and it airs Monday through Friday from nine to eleven a.m. Eastern Time, and you can listen to that. But with super-powered pop. I said, okay, you know what? I'm doing the sports show. I love the sports show, but I want to talk about Spider-Man and I want to talk about these movies that I love and the Flash TV show and all this stuff. And so Super Powered Pop was born out of that, speaking with actors and actresses and directors and writers and comic book creators and artists and whatnot. And then with Super Powered Pop, I started doing a lot with Disney and figured I could do a Disney show. So it started with a sports show, the Dan Tortora show, which became Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. And then I was talking about sports and entertainment, which became its own entertainment show, Super Powered Pop, which had Disney information. And now there's Dan on Disney. So that's how we get to where we are. So that's why this Dan on Disney show has the backdrop of Super Powered Pop, for those of you wondering. And uh, Darkwing Duck is actually holding up a Super Powered Pop t-shirt, and it says new costume with a question mark, and I thought that this was really, really cool, and I got this made from James Silvani, who is the who, who had been illustrating all of these new Darkwing Duck comic books and whatnot. So, welcome to the show. Happy to have you here. The show is proudly, and I, I want to put this here, we are proudly presented. So, you know, Dan on Disney, let me make sure I, I get this out to everybody so you can see it and feel it and love it and know it. Dan on Disney, for those of you that are watching live here on Facebook.com backslash live now DT, Dan on Disney is proudly presented by the Museum of Intrigue on the third floor of Destiny USA, and it is also brought to you by Frightmare Farms. So I want to make sure that we get this out, and Frightmare Farms has a big-time event coming up here this summer before we get to everything that they typically do over the 
over obviously the October time and all the awesome stuff that they do. So let me make sure we get this out to you. So Dan on Disney is proudly presented by the Museum of Intrigue and Frightmare Farms here in central and upstate New York. So we have a lot of stuff to talk about. As you can see, we have a whole new logo and a, a new sound here. For those of you that, that checked it out, for those of you that are just tuning in, we'll go back to it here for a second so you can see and hear the difference. The new Dan on Disney logo, the D-O-D, obviously for Walt Disney World, we have the world in the center and the two Ds on the ears for Dan and Disney and then the name right under it. So very simple. And today we're going to be talking about the top 10 Walt Disney World restaurants. We're going to go from 10 to 1 in order of my thoughts on the top 10 restaurants at Walt Disney World. But we're going to talk about restaurants in general, so I'm going to help you out. My number 10 is the Coral Reef restaurant. It's located in Disney's Epcot Park. Those of you that ever need to know some trivia, Epcot stands for the Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. And this was created, Epcot was actually created by Walt Disney to be a place where you could live, play, and work. That's why they have the monorail, which was supposed to be an above-ground subway, and essentially... Everything was supposed to be contained in this area. It was an idea of Waltz and Epcot open on October 1st, 1982. So my number 10 is the Coral Reef restaurant. The reason why Coral Reef even made it here, because their food's okay. I'm a big seafood guy. I love seafood. But they, they barely made it because I feel like they need to step their game up. I think that the, the ambiance is why they made it. Because if this was just a seafood restaurant, it would have never made it here into my top 10 for the top 10 Walt Disney World restaurants here on Dan on Disney that you're watching and listening to live. It made it because you get to see this this giant aquarium, okay? And not only that, but this, you know, this is a, a setting of Boy Meets World. It's a setting of Full House. This is, I think that it was Uncle... Uncle Jesse and Uncle Joey in Full House were actually diving with sharks in this aquarium. So, you know, so to me, it's nostalgic because of TGIF and, you know, with Full House and, and Boy Meets World and those stories and whatnot. I actually saw somebody ask someone to marry them here. So they were both down on the thing and it said, will you marry me? So that was insane and really cool. So I just think, you know, the ambiance with the aquarium, because the aquarium is so big and so awesome and because people can dive, you know, you as a guest of Walt Disney World, you can dive into this aquarium, you could swim with sharks while people are eating. I think it's really cool. So that's why it made it. The food is okay. It doesn't wow me. And that's why Coral Reef Restaurant made it in here barely at number 10 in the top 10 Walt Disney World restaurants because of the nostalgia, because of the ambiance, and because of just how cool it is that you can watch everybody inside of this aquarium. I still have yet to do this. People ask me, what's what, what's one thing you've never done at Disney? I've never done the aquarium dive at Coral Reef at that whole area, and I would love to do that. Number nine on my list of the top 10 Walt Disney World restaurants is Trails End. Now, Trails End is located in Disney's Fort Wilderness. People always get this, and I have too, gotten it confused with Wilderness Lodge. But here's the easy way to remember it. The Lodge 
is where everybody can go and stay like a hotel. Fort Wilderness is like a fort out in the wild itself. You have to go and stay in one of the things that they have set up, or you bring your trailer, you camp out, and whatnot. So that's the way to separate it. Lodge is where the hotel is. Fort Wilderness is where you can come and rent some space and stay there. Well, Trails End, you can get to this a couple different ways. You can get to it, obviously, by going into Fort Wilderness parking, and you take a bus, and that bus will take you over to it. You can also go to Disney's Contemporary Resort, and you can go right through the lobby from the beginning to the back, walk outside and onto the pier, and a boat will actually take you across to Disney's Trails End. Now, Trails End is a buffet. It's food. It's it's great. Now, sometimes when you go to have brunch, right, or you go to have any type of meal, you have a thought in your head. This is what I want. This is what I want it to taste like. And I feel like in the moments, those few moments where your taste buds are met exactly and completely in your mind, your thoughts are met exactly and completely by exactly what you want. And when I went to Trails End with my buddy Nick Cicero, shout out to Nick, when him and I went there just a little bit ago for brunch, I wanted a Mickey waffle with sweet topping, not just syrup, but I wanted to have something on it. And they had this praline walnut topping that I got to put on my Mickey waffle and it tasted even better than what my thoughts and hopes and dreams were and what my stomach wanted. So shout out to Disney for hitting my taste buds and giving me exactly what I was looking for. Trails End, great place to go for brunch, great place to go for dinner. They have chili, which is immaculate. They've had cornbread croutons, all of their seafood, their shrimp is is absolutely amazing. It's really, really great because you can get a bunch of different salads. You can get pizza. You can get fried chicken, barbecued ribs, basically whatever you want. And this is an American-style dining. So you got your fried chicken. You have your, your ribs. You have your salads. You have your chilies. And, you know, they have even the way that they do it. Everything comes to you in, 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 a, in a special style, you know, one of those, um, and I can't think of the words for it right now, but it comes in, in that, in, in a mug that's, you know, that a lot of people put lights in and different, like different displays and whatnot. So it comes in these really cool things. And then they have these like silver heavy pieces, you know, heavy like bowls for the chili as well as for, you know, when you uh, want ice cream and whatnot. So to me, it really feels like you're in a cabin at Trails End. It feels like you're going to visit somebody who's been living out in the wild for a while and is not only a great cook, but gives you a great experience. So Trails End makes it to number nine. They also, oh, it's a mason jar. That's what I'm thinking of. All their stuff comes in mason jars. So non-alcoholic and alcoholic drinks. They have a great bar that they've expanded, that they have TVs at, that you can watch the games at. So that's another thing to know about Trails End. My number eight in the top 10 restaurants going from 10 to one, which is my favorite. My number eight is Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater. Here's a fact for those of you that know me, you know this, but those that don't, here we go. Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater theater is where I spent a lot of my time when I worked at Disney. I worked at Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater. It's located in Disney's Hollywood Studios Park, formerly known as MGM Studios. And Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater is set up exactly how it looks here. It is a drive-in movie, which is absolutely cool. So you're dining in while you're driving in. You can sit in one of the flying saucers, which are the things in the back. You see the tables that people are sitting at. And then as you come out and get closer to the screen, you have these cars. And in the middle, you have limos, which you can't really see here. You can see them somewhat by the screen. 
So this is like going to a, an actual drive-in theater, an actual drive-in movie. You're sitting in a car or in a limo or in the back in a flying saucer because there's all of these, you know, sci-fi, obviously, and different things on the screen. You don't watch a full movie. You watch pieces of movies, pieces of old cartoon clips and old clips of get you to that that are you know there to get you to go buy things so when you're in and it's actually funny one of the local drive-ins in Oswego New York that I've been to has the same old-time commercial that sci-fi has to tell you to go get to get snacks and it's got all the snacks kind of dancing and the popcorn and and it says let's all go to the lobby and so that plays on here you also see a bunch of scenes from from older movies, all sci-fi movies, giant spiders and aliens and whatnot. Very, very cool. Very exciting. It's it's dark in here the whole time. It's air conditioned. It's nice. It's fun. So this is exactly how it looks. This is another one that makes it because of the ambiance. But the reason why Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater is above Coral Reef Restaurant that barely made it due to the ambiance they made it, Sci-Fi makes it due to the ambiance and the food. Now, they're constantly changing the menu, but their spinach and artichoke dip, they bring back and take away and bring back again. If it's there when you go, or you check the menu online, you go to WaltDisneyWorld.com, check it out. If, or I think it's DisneyWorld.com. If you go and you check this, you got to make sure if the spinach and artichoke dip is there that you get it. Because the spinach and artichoke dip is absolutely phenomenal. It's got three different cheeses. I think the Monterey Jack and the mix and everything is what makes it so great. Really, really good food. Very interesting. Love their milkshakes. People go for the milkshakes all the time. So the cookies and cream and all that. People are constantly going to Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater for the milkshakes. This is also going to be right by the entrance to the new Star Wars Galaxy's Edge that we're going to have at Walt Disney World at, Ho at Hollywood Studios. So this is another thing to go to. And right next door and actually connected to the Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater is a really, really good outdoor bar that has some small bites and, and small plates and whatnot. So good place for you to go to. That is my number eight restaurant. My number seven is the Yak and Yeti. The Yak and Yeti is located in Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. This one gets on the list because the food is so unique at the Yak and Yeti. Now, as you're walking in between the... Kilimanjaro safaris. So if you're coming out of the Kilimanjaro safaris, right, you come out of the exit. If you go, if you go and you make, you come, you come straight, right? And then you see that you have Tusker House on your right. You're going to make a left. You go up like you're going to Asia, like you're going to Mount Everest. And on your way to Expedition Everest, right on your left hand, hand side is the Yak and Yeti. If you're coming from the entrance and you hook a left, you'll go over the bridge and you'll find it there as well. It's the opposite of Dino Land, but you'll find the Yak and Yeti restaurant. I got to go when this thing first opened. I thought it was okay. I went there for lunch. I thought it was all right. I went there for dinner. I got the ahi tuna nachos, and I never thought I liked ahi tuna, you know, raw tuna. Absolutely amazing. Stacked up, plenty of ahi tuna all the way throughout. And the reason why I really like the ahi tuna nachos is not only the flavor, but that there's really no nacho that doesn't have something on it. And when you order nachos, you don't want there to be a ton of stuff on top, and then you're pulling the nachos through here, and it's just dry nacho. Or, you know, half of it has got nothing on it, and most of it's in one place. This, the ahi tuna nachos have something all the way through. They have the bao buns, which are sweet, and have some stuff in the inside. And just, just some really great Asian flavors. Yak and Yeti, just 
a wonderful place to go to. The atmosphere is pretty good. It's very loud. It is very loud in there. So your your voice carries, your people sitting down there carry. So you can sit up top or where you see the red is, you can actually walk down the stairs and sit there and hang out. There is a bar at the Yak and Yeti as well. And the Yak and Yeti makes it on the list to number seven. So just to recap, number 10 in the top 10 restaurants, in my opinion, at Walt Disney World. As you listen to myself, Dan Satora, here hosting Dan on Disney. Coral Reef, located at Disney's Epcot Park, is number 10. Number nine is Trails End, located at Disney's Fort Wilderness. Number eight is the Sci-Fi Dining Theater, located at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And number seven is the Yak and Yeti, located at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Number six is Be Our Guest. I was just talking to my mom about this. This is at Disney's Magic Kingdom Park. When the Magic Kingdom decided to expand and decided to bring more into it, they brought in the princesses outside of Cinderella and put them behind Cinderella's castle. One of the castles that you can walk to here in your voyage through the new part of Fantasyland built within the last few years is the Beast Castle and Be Our Guest. As you walk in to Be Our Guest, you get a full feel of the Beast and everything that is in the movie. This is the main dining room, the middle dining room. This is where, obviously, Belle and the Beast had their dance, their iconic dance. And if you go to, if you're looking straight into this room and you go to the right, you have your character more relaxing, big, you know, kind of big couches, high couches, and you see like the couches go all the way around the cushions and whatnot. And you'll see the characters, you'll see Lumiere and Chip and whatnot throughout that. So if you come in, there's three different rooms to be our guest located at Magic Kingdom in the Fantasyland area. So this is the main dining room that you're looking at right now where Belle and the Beast hang out. To the right, you're going to find your character area. Not your character dining, your characters on the walls. It's the character room. I call it more the playroom. And then all the way to the left is the West Wing. That is where the Beast is hiding this rose that is slowly but surely losing petals. And the rose in the West Wing, the whole feel of the West Wing is a storm. You see the ripped curtains you have the wind blowing. You see the lightning outside. It is absolutely amazing. The great thing about Be Our Guest and why it makes the list is not only because Beauty and the Beast is one of my favorite movies of all time and Lumiere is one of my favorite characters across all Disney movies, but because of the fact that each experience is different. If you come and you stay here where Belle and the Beast had that beautiful, wonderful dance where Mrs. Potts was obviously singing her song and of Beauty and the Beast... When you sit in this room, you get a certain experience. When you sit in the character room with the characters all around you on the on the walls and whatnot, you get a different, more relaxed experience. When you're in the West Wing, you're inside of a storm. You can feel the anger of the beast. You can feel the rage, and you can see it all around you, and it is really, really cool. Each of these rooms throws you into the movie. I, I want to sit in the West Wing the more I talk about it, as beautiful as, as this room is here with the dance. But the great thing about it is uh, even how they bring the food out to you, they push it out on these carts and then you can see it in the clear glass and then they pull the top off and hand it to you. So it's very, very much being in the castle and very, very much do they want you to be their guest. So that's once again is number six. Number five on the top 10 Walt Disney World restaurants as you listen here to Dan on Disney and watch is The Wave. 
The wave is located in Disney's Contemporary Resort. It is not the only one to make it on the list. The only place that has two of my top ten, the only one that has two of my top ten on this list, the only hotel is Contemporary Resort. And so with this first one here at the Contemporary, speaking on the wave, the wave of American flavors is just a, a, a it, they've, They've boosted up the menu. They've changed it up a little bit. When you walk into the wave, you see here that you're essentially <clears throat> going through this tunnel like a tidal wave is over you. When you look right to your right when you walk in, right as you're going in here, and that last piece of the tunnel as you walk through, if you go right to your right, it looks like a VIP place that like P. Diddy would be hanging out at. It's the blue room. It's all blue. It's dark. It looks really cool. It looks like you're in the ocean. Everybody looks like a black shadow in this blue room. It's really, really cool. And then there's a bar. And then when you go into the restaurant, the great thing about this is they have seasoned butter. So I believe they might still have the butter that has the orange pieces or, or hints of that. And then they have like the sea salt. Very, very good stuff. Their wine is great. If you like Moscato like I do, they have one of the best Moscatos on property here for the wave at Walt Disney World down in Orlando, Florida. And the food itself is great. All the meat just kind of falls off the bone. It's it's very, very, very good. So the wave makes it on the list for the ambiance. It makes it on the list really for the quality of food. And as we get closer and closer to number one, it's more based on the food. You know, we talk about the experience, the ambiance, what park you're in, this, that, and the other. But as as we climb higher and higher on the list, you're going to see me talk about the food truly getting better and better in these pieces. So that is the wave that you have here as number five. Number four stays in Contemporary Resort. My number four on the list is the California Grill. Now, the California Grill, the wave is located in right connected to the lobby. So when I told you to walk through Contemporary Resort, walk through the lobby and straight out, and you can take a boat to Trails End, well, before you walk straight out, right on your left, right before the bathrooms, is the wave. Now, California Grill is located on the top. This brings you all the way to that top open, that top glass area that you see when you're driving by the Contemporary. If you look at the main Contemporary Resort building, you see this black tinted glass all the way around. That is the California Grill, and that's the glass that you're looking at for those watching here on Facebook Live. California Grill, ambiance, food, tremendous. Some of the best sushi I've ever had in my life. If you don't like sushi, you should still try it here, as long as you're not allergic. If it's just a preference thing, I think you should still try the sushi at the California Grill at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Absolutely great. Just really, really flavorful and amazing. You can go upstairs and you can sit around the sushi bar if you want to just do that. They have wine all throughout. Huge, huge, huge array of, of, of choices of wine. Bottles everywhere in these, in these you know, refrigerated walls that you can look and you can see them through the glass and they're just like in refrigeration all the way through beautiful beautiful place the sushi is immaculate and the food has so many different flavors very very good and when you're celebrating a special experience it's also great to be up here and you have a great view of disney's magic kingdom and the monorail from looking through these glass windows it's so cool so cool so awesome 
up on the top to be at the top of contemporary contemporary resort to not only be at the top of that but to overlook disney's magic kingdom you feel like you're on the top of the world and at walt disney world everything is supposed to be of your dreams and this is truly a dream come true type of situation and scenario it's beautiful for a romantic night out it's also beautiful to take mom to and have some fun with you know with the parents and and the kids and whatnot i got to take my mom up here and it was one of the greatest things that we got to do. So shout out to my mom, Debbie, and being able to take her up there. God is good, and I, I feel very blessed that we were able to get down to Florida as much as we do. And not only that, but to but to be able to celebrate and be able to uh, afford it. You know, it's one thing to have a good mom. It's another thing to be able to travel and, you know, have all your senses and have all your, your you know, ability to walk and, and whatnot. Because, you know, we do this all the time, right? We use our arms, we use our legs, we use our brains, we have our senses, we can see and feel and taste and touch and hear and all that good stuff. And so it goes by the wayside because we focus on these trivial things. Well, I feel very blessed and very privileged that my mom and my dad brought me to Disney pretty much every year in my life growing up. Then I got to work there then I got to live down there and work there. And now I get to go back and, you know, have continued to go every year. And I just feel very, very blessed to have the parents that I have and and just to be able to afford it, enjoy it, walk around it and have some fun with it. So I just want to thank God because, you know, it's just there's a lot of things in this world that can hold us back. And he has never he's never held me back, especially with with the things that I love and with Disney. He's never held me back. And I hope that you know, you get to do these wonderful things and get to enjoy these wonderful things because life is about having fun and it's about making the most of it. And I hope that you get to as well. I want to thank God for all the blessings I have because uh, way too often do we not say thank you. So thanks. We're in the top three. That means that the food is going to get mega, mega, mega good in my opinion from here. This is a little known secret. So if you could all do me a favor and just like shh on this one, can we just shush it? Because I'm telling people about Alan Compass, but if I tell too many people, then it could get busy. Right now, it's relatively easier to get in to Alan Compass. So I don't want I don't want it going crazy here. Alan Compass is built like a boat. This is inside of Disney's Yacht Club, you know, the Yacht and Beach Club. So aka the place that has the best pool. It has the ship pool. So it has the whirlpool where the water is constantly moving around. My mom would make whirlpools still does where she'll just run around the pool and make her own whirlpool. This one has one set up inside of it that you could just lay in the pool and it'll actually take you with the current. There's sand in the bottom of it and there's a massive ship that has a slide that puts you in the pool. This is one of the greatest and most heavily guarded Disney pools and it's a great place to go. Disney's Yacht Club. Love it so very much. And inside of the Yacht Club, they just built this new place, Alan Compass. It's not that old. I think it's maybe a year. Little, No, it's all a little over a year, maybe a year and a half old. And amazing place to go to. Absolutely incredible. Built like a ship. And the food is to die for. It's They have, uh, they have these seasoned rolls. And, you know, kind of like a thicker, higher Hawaiian roll with a little bit of salt on top of it. And they have all these different, they have like bacon jam and they have this like beer cheese. So you got to get the rolls with the dipping sauces. You got to do that. 
And then I got a seafood pot pie that had this massive high pastry on it. Everything was great. Everything there is good. The meat there is good. The fish there is good. The chicken. I think my mom got the chicken. The chicken is is great as well. Alan Compass, a a more little known or lesser known place, but it's in my top three. And if they keep doing it and they keep killing it and they stay consistent, this could end up in my top two at some point. I really feel like that. So now it's time for the top two. But before we get to the top two, let's recap really, really quick. My number 10 restaurant in the top 10 Walt Disney World restaurants here with Dan on Disney. Number 10, Coral Reef at Disney's Epcot Park. Number nine, Trails End at Disney's Fort Wilderness. Number eight, Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Number seven, The Yak and Yeti at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Number six, Be Our Guest at Disney's Magic Kingdom. Number five, The Wave at Disney's Contemporary. Number four, The California Grill, also at Disney's Contemporary. And number three, Alan Compass at Disney's Yacht Club. Which means that number two and number one, for the people that know me the best, know that it's got to be one or the other. Number two is the Boma. The Boma is located at Animal Kingdom Lodge. It is a tremendously beautiful thing. The ambiance of this, if the food was terrible, the ambiance would still bring me here. It would still make me try it once or twice, try and find something I liked on the menu. Great for us and great for you, though. The food is amazing. It's not bad at all. This is a buffet. The Boma is a great place to go. You can see the walk in here. You're actually walking over a little bit of water. The walk down to this from the main lobby, because you actually go into the main lobby and come down. There's elevators, of course. But if you want to walk it through, you walk by the bar. Absolutely beautiful. You see these railings and just the way that they kind of put everything together. The colors are 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 just so, so they pop. And it's, it's very, very exciting. I mean, you just, you look at this picture that was taken by EZWDW.com. Thank you for that. And you just, you go through here and it's, it's just really, really, really amazing. It gets really dark when you do dinner time. It gets very, very dark. So it's more of an intimate setting, but you could bring the family and the kids, any type of dress code counts here. This buffet has some of the most original flavors, I want to say at Walt Disney World. And you know, they have salmon that you'll find here, but you're not going to have it the same way twice. You might have the pecan crusted salmon, then then you're going to have the barbecued salmon another time that you go. So they're constantly changing this menu. Like the, I mean, at, the other places like Trails End, some things may change at times, but a lot of these places they have the same menu. You know, Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater does change their menu from time to time, but they don't change it from day to day. The Boma will change their menu. You might go there on a Monday, and then on a Friday, and it's going to be different. So that's the good thing about this. The flavors are intense. They're crazy. You got your spicy. You got your sweet. You got your, you know, traditional stuff with a little hint. Everything's got its own spin on it. That's the beauty of it. They do have chicken tenders. They do have regular salads. They do have, you know, macaroni and cheese and pizza, I believe, for the kids and whatnot. But outside of that, the flavors are just very, very, very unique. And the Animal Kingdom Lodge is such a beautiful place to go. It's right up against Animal Kingdom. And this is where you stay and you have the animals right outside your door. Well, in this case, you know, right outside your patio, I should say. And when you go out to the pool here, you can see the animals, the giraffes. You can go outside. Beautiful, beautiful place. If, if you go out from the Boma, the Boma is on the left. Gico's on the right, which is another restaurant. When you go out there and you make, you hook your first left, you'll actually go to their uh, quick service that they have at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And if you go straight, you'll go right to the pool. 
beautiful, beautiful place to go. Great place to look around. Really nothing like it at all. And the, the Boma really makes it, you know, the, the Boma is what makes it so special. It's what makes the experience so great. So you got to go out there and you got to check it out. The Boma at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, not Animal Kingdom Park, Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Make sure you go out there. The Boma's flavors. My favorite is that I call it the zebra poop. It's called something else, but it's these like little dome uh, mousse cakes that have chocolate mousse inside and it's like white chocolate over it with chocolate drizzle on it. So it looks like zebra poop. It's very, very good. Very awesome. You start on the right and you hook your way all the way through. And, you know, they have your fruit. They have your watermelon and, and your berries and whatnot. And they have your chocolate chip cookies. But a lot of this is just unique and it's different and it's exciting. And it's it's just, it's off the beaten path. It really is. The the. Animal Kingdom Lodge, when you walk in, it kind of looks a little bit like Wilderness Lodge. And then they have this, if you look straight through, it's always dark in the lobby because they have tinted windows. And if you look straight through, there's a giant array of windows. And it's just absolutely beautiful. It's great to take a picture of when you're outside standing with it behind you. It's great to walk through. And their store is really good. Their doors, the way that they are, they're these like wooden doors that slide this way and you come in and it's just it's just really really cool it's dark you know my mom always complains it's so dark you can't even see yourself walking but it is a beautiful beautiful place like I said you're right next to animal kingdom you're right by the safari so all the animals can come out I had giraffes outside my window pretty much every day and I'm not going to say that I can talk to them but I'm not going to say that I can't because I did say some things and they did respond in a way and I do believe that if you're doing the right things in the world, nature responds positively. And if you're doing the wrong things in the world, then nature responds not so positively. So I would like to think that nature and I are on good terms. I would hope so. Hopefully, God, <laughs> hopefully we are. And yeah, so I felt like the giraffes and I had a little Dr. Doolittle moment. So the Beaumont place to go great, great place. I mean, you come in here and you get to experience the animals and see everything and just be around it all. Even if you're not staying at the lodge, the food is so, 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 so good. And the only reason why it can't be number one is because this place exists. The number one restaurant in Walt Disney World, in my opinion, here on Dan on Disney, here with Dan Tortora, this one takes the cake and their dessert uh, well, I mean, when I say takes the cake, we talk about this bread pudding. It's, I never thought I'd like bread pudding. And it's this breaded banana pineapple with caramel and ice cream. And it's, oh my God, so good. Ohana is family style dining. You can have as much as you want or as little as you want. You can have as much of one thing as you want and nothing of something else if you don't, or you can try it all. Ohana's menus change a little bit over time, but they have the sticky wings. They have the lo mein. They have the vegetables, the, the broccoli and whatnot. They have the pineapple coconut bread. So, so very good. And on top of all of that, they have their pork. They have their steak. They have the steak. Oh my God. So good. The shrimp and of course the dessert. And they have this sweet and sour sauce, and they have a, a peanut sauce, like a peanut butter sauce. This place is so great. This uh, this is another way to see the Magic Kingdom. If you look through this glass, and this is actually on the right side, as you come around, also on the left of this picture, which you can't see, is the, is the grill that they're cooking on right in front of you. Fire, flames the whole time. And you also can't see off to the right side is their bar. 
so they have a fully stocked bar. You can sit there and get some get some nachos and some of the stuff on the menu. If you sit here and it kind of comes down as a U-shape, goes all the way around and then comes back, if you go to those far windows and you look straight across, you can see the Magic Kingdom. And not only can you see the Magic Kingdom, but when they're doing fireworks, they will turn off all the other sounds and they will play the music from the Magic Kingdom fireworks inside of Ohana while you watch them as if you're in Magic Kingdom watching the fireworks right in front of your face, right in front of the kingdom. So they give you the same sounds that you would have if you were inside of Magic Kingdom. And from a distance, you can have the same sights as well. They do a great thing for the 4th of July at Ohana, and it's just a great place to go to. And uh, Lisa says, we love the BOMA. Great show, Dan. Thank you, Lee. I appreciate you. And uh, more than you know. And so, you know, for me, this just a, and thank you to everybody that's been watching and listening in. This, uh, you know, Ohana and the BOMA are so, so tough to choose from. And yet, I mean, Ohana is still going to take the top spot for me. And and the funny thing is, you know, with, you know, with, with Lisa and with James and their family, you know, we've gotten to do a lot of Disney trips together. And it's funny, the places that I kind of discover without them or they discover without me, we always find out that they're not only ones that we like, but they're ones that are our favorites. We seem to have the similar taste. So if they don't like something, I typically don't. Or if I don't, they typically don't. Or if I do, they do. And if they do, I do. So a lot of times we're right on the same page. And so I discovered the Boma separate of the Lynch's. And, you know, we, we I'm not surprised that we both like it. We've been to Ohana together. And Ohana is just so, so very good. And like I said, this is family style dining. You go in, you can have as much as you want. So I always tell people, if you're going to Ohana for dinner time, they do have a, a character breakfast in the morning. So they do have a breakfast and it is characters. And so you can meet the characters. Ohana for me, I go at dinner time and I try to not eat from like nine o'clock in the morning on to the best of my ability. And, you know, just have something maybe small, maybe have some Nutrigrain bars in my little knapsack as I go through Magic Kingdom or whatever park I'm at. But I try to not eat a lot because you don't want to go to Ohana and not be somewhat starving because of the shrimp and the pork and the steak and the sweet and sour and the peanut sauce and the lo mein and the vegetables and the bread and just there's there's just the sticky wings and the pot stick oh my god the pot stickers I forgot about those they have a little bit of orange type sauce on them and you can dunk them in stuff so they have their own sauce and then they taste good in either one of the other sauces listen Ohana is the place their dessert is amazing and I even asked them too we can have a little bit more of anything we want so can you have a second dessert and the the server that I had she said yeah why not she said, if you want it, we're going to bring it to you. So Ohana is the place to go, folks. It is number one on the list, barely beating out the Boma. The Boma is a buffet. Ohana, somewhat of a buffet, but they're bringing it to you. And it has less choices, but huge portions. And it's just a great place to go to. So make sure that you go when you're hungry. So once again, to round it out, the top 10 Walt Disney World restaurants, according to myself, Dan Satora of Dan on Disney. Number 10, Coral Reef at Disney's Epcot Park. Number 9, Trails End at Disney's Fort Wilderness. Number 8, Sci-Fi Dine and Theater is at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Number 7, The Yak and Yeti at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Number 6, Be Our Guest at Disney's Magic Kingdom. Remember, there's three different places to eat inside of Be Our Guest. This is the main ballroom. There's two other rooms. I would suggest the West Wing. Number 5, 
the wave of American flavors at Disney's Contemporary Resort. The only place to have two on the list is the Contemporary, because number four made it as well, the California Grill at Disney's Contemporary. Number three, Alan Compass, that I stumbled upon last year and has risen all the way up to my top three almost instantly. Number two, the Boma at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And number one, still, Ohana at Disney's Polynesian Village. So that does it for today's show of Dan on Disney. Superpower Pop and Dan on Disney are both located to listen to on superpoweredpop.podbean.com. And you can watch these videos and listen to Dan on Disney on superpoweredpop.com. So that's why you're seeing it here. This is the entertainment show. Consider this the mom and consider Dan on Disney the kid. So Superpowered Pop is where the entertainment started. And I started doing a lot with Disney, as I said at the top of the show. And that spun off into Disney's own thing, which is Dan on Disney, D-O-D. And because of that, because of them being so closely connected in the entertainment world, they're both located in the same place. So if you want to listen back to past Dan on Disney shows with Superpowered Pop, you can go to superpoweredpop.podbean.com. And if you want to go and watch videos like this and see more and hear more from Dan on Disney, you go to superpoweredpop.com. Dot com right here. So Superpowered Pop is the home for Superpowered Pop and for Dan on Disney. It's all located easily in one place. And I want to thank you all for tuning in. And I want to give you all a shout out for your love and appreciation for Disney and for what I'm trying to do. And I want to thank you all for giving me some positive feedback on the logo as well as we just redesigned and brought out the new logo for Dan on Disney. So once again, this is the top 10 Walt Disney World restaurants in this episode. Stay tuned for plenty more from Dan on Disney. If you want to find out what we're doing next, go to Facebook at Dan on Disney and Instagram at Dan on Disney. Make sure you like and follow so you're the first ones to know when the next show's coming.